The preseason results are in, and Drake May is the best player in the ACC, according to the media. But will that hold true throughout the season? We'll talk about Clemson having seven folks on that preseason team, as well as the preseason poll. Sometimes Kent and I, we're just a little bit, right? You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you download, subscribe to the pod on our YouTube page so you can see our lovely faces. We got 1K followers, but 2K is always better. Share it with your friends. Let us know the vibes and what you're thinking. We're talking with Kenton today about our friends here at the ACC who Seem to find to want to stress this out because when it comes to preseason polls, we try and tell y'all scream from the rooftops that we know what we're talking about. But, you know, sometimes people don't believe us, Ken. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people like to call us everything but good Christians because of the way that we feel about their teams. But we we are we are potential knowers of ball, maybe. You know, some people, that- some people said we didn't know football. And I was like, it can like me, maybe. I don't know. My, fan, my figure ain't never been to dirt. But Kenton, that's aggressive. You know, I mean, hey, everybody knows ball uh, from their from their armchair. You know, everybody knows the throw to make. Everybody knows the read to make. Everybody knows how to be the double team. Everybody knows uh, what teams are going to be good and bad. You know, somehow they're soothsayers that just haven't taken their act to Vegas to make millions because they know better than everybody else yet. But I'm all for talking about these teams where they're ranked, who said that they're who's supposed to do what and all that good stuff thousand percent agree let's talk about the preseason poll we all have seen it we all know what it's like now we all know who's the top dogs no surprise we have the call ultimate college football preview happening later this week and you'll check that out with all of our friends from across the ACC and locked on podcast network so don't make sure you don't miss that one but Clemson favored by a mile not really even close it's almost like things are back to normal nature is healing Nature is healing, she says. Um, You know, I'll tell you this much. I think it's very clear that, uh, you know, everybody agrees Clemson has the least questions uh, that folks want to know a lot about. And it makes sense. It makes sense to put them at the top. Because, again, the biggest thing about college football is not so much like, hey, how great are you? As much as it is, do you have the basics down? Yeah. Do you have do we not have huge quests about this position group, that position group and all that good stuff? And you don't have a ton of those with Clemson. So, yeah, I, I get it. I get why they're uh, why they're, you know, predicted to be the favorites. I predict them to, to be the favorites as well. A thousand percent. Now, let's talk about the fact that it's not just Clemson in the running, but mm-hmm. it is also Florida State and North Carolina, which were two and three, respectfully. Now, Florida State, I see 67 of our media voters gave them a number one ranking, but North Carolina only got five. Again, a cut above the rest. Clemson is right there. However, like we mentioned on yesterday's show, Florida State worried about all the wrong things because they're right there to get an ACC championship, but they would just dial in. I 100% agree, and you left out the last team to get a uh, a, a nod to win the ACC championship. 
I didn't uh, leave them out. I was just talking about the top I'm just, three. I'm just saying. Uh, but with that being said, um, you know, Florida State, obviously they're right there for a reason. They're another team that their their questions are things that are seemingly answered for the most part. And so, you know, you're you're looking at that Florida State team. They are good up front on both sides of the ball. The offensive line uh, is is they were good last year. They're they're appearing to be so uh, again this year. Defensive line coach Odell has been there since before I was even born. That is a he is a mainstay not just at Florida State but in college football altogether. He's gonna have that defensive line ready. Kalen Deloach and that linebacking core look good. Defensive backfield looking good. Uh, having multiple players who are who are either named to an all ACC preseason team or honorable mention there. And then offensively, you look at the skill position group. You got the freak of nature, Johnny Wilson. You got those running backs that we've talked about ad nauseum in terms of uh, their, their multi-headed beast, that running back that they're always going to have. And of course you've got the man, the myth, the legend, Travis Jordan. I mean, Hey, what I'm sorry, Jordan, Travis, Jordan, Travis, his cousin. Know. <laughs> he's he's got two first names. He's got two first names. Okay, I, I get him mixed. Not up Cliff that. Paul. Yeah, well, it's not Cliff Paul. It would be Paul Chris. That's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. Uh, long story short, you've got a very talented quarterback as well. Apologies for the name mix up, brother. You know, no, you better not get it wrong because you know, baby, they're beating these mentions. Okay, uh, like I said, apologies for the name mix up. I'm sorry. Don't it, don't talk about Heisman winning potentially. <sighs> I got the name right. I just said it backwards. It's okay. We'll be all right. We ain't, ain't nobody until it's backwards. We we ain't gonna ain't nobody gonna die from this thing. All right. But that's <laughs> that's what we have uh, in Florida State. So it makes sense that they're up there. UNC, I don't understand. Uh, one of the worst defenses in the nation last year, and then you're you're uh, losing talent. You gonna milk that till it's dry. Okay. You I mean, I understand. You, we, I, and we, I understand. As soon as the season starts, I don't want you to say not nah, more worry about this defense. You understand? If their until, defense, until, if, if their defense proves me wrong, if their defense shuts me up, I'll shut up. If their I'm, defense I'm shuts me up, I'll you shut know, up. I'm just letting you know. You have until the ball tips for opening kickoff to talk about this bad defense. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. Okay. okay. I again, if they show me that they can be a competent defense against good offenses, I'll shut up. I have listen, no problem. Listen, with that. listen, listen. I told you can drag. Talk, you can drag I'll until talk about, we have the opening kick. But I can I? Care. But can I say this? Can I say this? Say I it, have get also it, get it out because you I got have, it out. I have also dragged NC State on multiple occasions for being Not a really. team of almost. I have always, I have dragged NC State multiple times about being. Oh, they're so close. Oh, they're on the brink. Oh, it's right there. And it just never happens. And I've said the same thing about NC State. If they win a conference championship and shut me up, I'm not going to be sitting here saying, oh, they're the team of almost if they win a conference championship because guess what? It's no longer almost. They did the thing. Same thing with UNC. That's a team with a terrible defense. If their defense shuts me up, I'll shut up. I'm just letting you know that when opening kickoff happens, I don't want to hear nothing else about that defense no more. Thank you so much. Now let's talk about NC State. Who also had a number one ranking, and you had to be the person who voted for them because child. Actually, only, it wasn't me. It was I'm not shocked. me. I'm I am, shocked. I'm telling you right now. I'm glad you me. got some sense. Okay, now NC State and Miami and Duke and Pitt all right, really close with each other. I think NC State maybe cut above, and arguably so. I think it's a little high for NC State considering what I saw from Brendan Armstrong last season. I don't know that I have full faith in that. I would put Miami above NC State, but I would put Pitt above both of them. So, you know, that's why I'm going to have my own list, clearly. 
I mean, I, I agree that Pitt is vastly underrated. I think that, that you know, people are much too low on Pitt. Um, I agree there. But in terms of NC State, one of the best defenses in the nation, uh, you've got one of, if not the best uh, defensive player in the ACC um, in Aiden White. I mean, you know, there he is a guy that he doesn't travel around the field, but it's a lot like Richard Sherman when he played uh, in the Legion of Boom. He plays his one position and he plays it uh, extremely well. He plays that side of the field extremely well. And, um, is you he know, gonna most, score touchdowns? that he did last year. Okay. He's he going to need score. to score a lot of them. Well, and that, and that's the thing. That's the thing about, and so let me now dig into NC state because apparently I never do so. No, so no, let's no, do no, 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 no. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Hush, hush. Let me give NC state their lashings. Because apparently I don't give NC State theirs. This is the team of constant almost. This is the team. When I asked during the ACC media days, how do you get this team over the hump? How do you get this team there? He said that sometimes it's luck. Sometimes it's health. Sometimes it's just one play. Sometimes it's just one player. Well, brother, you ain't getting no more new players on your roster. So that's done for. Some of y'all been there a long time. If it's just one play, well, brother, you got all the plays in front of you. So you better make them. You better make them. And in terms of Brendan Armstrong, is he the guy? Is he not the guy? Whatever the case may be, I'll tell you this much. you got a guy sitting at QB2 that if QB1 ain't doing what you need him to do, you need to go ahead and, you know, you better make that move quickly because you could have something special on your hands there. With that being said, again, this is a team that many people are not all that high on, that many folks are not outside of ACC media nationally are not all that high on, and NC State thrives in that role. Can they thrive in that role? And also, does thriving for them mean actually getting a conference championship this year? That is that is a huge question because if you have an 8-9 win season, is that enough for NC State or is it conference championship or bust? I personally believe that an 8-9, maybe 10 win season without a conference championship is seen as a success at NC State, but I think that's part of the problem. At some point in time, you've got to get over that hump. You've got to get it done. I completely agree. Let's talk about the fact that, again, Pitt – Miami Duke tied Duke and Miami tied for six. Let me make sure I get that right. Yes. No. Where is it? There it goes. Of course, it left me. Um, we're talking about the polls. Miami was fifth. Duke and Pitt were tied for six. I do believe that Duke being in the top half of our preseason poll is crazy. Who would have thought? I, I think I think Miami being at five is crazy. A team that struggled so mightily with uh, with chemistry last year, with the team gelling last year, with the team all rowing in the same direction last year, and your answer was to turn over half the team. They think they got the horses in the stable. But they had the horses last year. All the guys that are supposed to be first-rounders from this team or, or you know, highly drafted guys on this team, they were there last year, each and every one of them. So, like, I, I get it. You need the Maturity, growth. All the okay. things, all the vibes, all the vibes. More power to them. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke has been there for quite some time. Uh, a lot it was of just guys... one year under Mario. Now it's two years under Mario. He just okay. got to have more faith. And and you know what they say, faith without works is dead. And, and they're and working. They, you ain't see, you ain't the, work, see the Coral Gables, they working. The, the work for that team was making them gel, making them more cohesive. But I will say this, it is possible. That clearing that locker room out is some addition by subtraction. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. 
I totally agree there. All right, guys, you want to make sure that we pay some bills for you. These days, every new potential hire can feel like high stakes wager for your small business. That's why you need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. Go to LinkedIn.com right now. You can put a purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Why small businesses Why small businesses rank LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors is because they have simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who would you like to interview and hire. Go to LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. We're talking about the ACC preseason poll. We're working through our list here. As some of you have already seen, Clemson is the number one in that bad boy. But there are others who are vying for the opportunity to be great. We talked about the top six and seven. Louisville is number eight. Wake Forest is number nine. Syracuse number 10. Virginia Tech number 11. Georgia Tech number 12. Boston College number 13. Virginia number 14. I think Wake Forest is really high. I think Syracuse is right there. Georgia Tech, to me, got disrespected. Disrespectful. And and Virginia is right where they should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Georgia Tech is just nasty because that was, again, if you put into context, yes, I know five and seven is not ideal. I know that that's not a great season. Put into context what happened. First four games, you are looking at one and three under a coaching staff that had never beaten multiple uh, multiple top 25 right. teams in a year. Mm-hmm. Never. You're looking at a coaching staff that in their entire time there actually only beat one team that was ranked in the top 25. And then on the back half or the back two-thirds of last year, they beat two ranked teams. They played the national champs better than they were played in the national championship game. And beyond that, four wins in a season, which they hadn't seen since Paul Johnson and the triple option were rolling. You've got to believe in Key a little bit more than this. You've got to. Key love a doubter. Key love the haters. Key wants y'all to keep talking about him because when I say they're going to show up, I hate it for y'all. I cannot believe y'all put, I cannot believe y'all put y'all, y'all put Georgia Tech that low. I absolutely hate it. I am (laughs) devastated for some of these teams because y'all are going to find out the hard way. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are multiple coaches in the ACC who have won media days per se or kickoffs sure. per se and not been uh, – their, their team just quite hasn't panned out uh, to what, what people believe. But I'm telling you, Coach Key is cooking up something special in that kitchen down there yeah. in Atlanta. He got the key, the key, the key for sure. Now Boston College, mm-hmm. right, where they're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right I don't, I don't think that there's – I don't think that there's anything special – um, about about Boston College. Um, the thing is this. The reality is, even with the transfers, even with Christian Mahogany coming back and, and all that good stuff, I'm struggling to see it for this team. I really and truly am. I struggle yeah. to see it. So 100%. many deficiencies, so many positions where you're just like, eh. Yeah. I think that their wide receiving core is underrated. I think that their backfield should be better with an improved offensive line. I actually like Emmett Moorhead. <laughs> I think that this to, team has too many questions. To me, the biggest question mark, Virginia Tech, y'all put them at 11. I don't, I don't get that one at all. 
I don't get why people believe in Virginia Tech so much. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I like Pry. I like Pry. He's cool. He's cool. Nice man. He's funny. Yeah. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. But I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing. I don't see the vision. I I don't see the vision. I don't see the talent. I don't see the depth. I don't see. When you talk about questions in this conference, I would say Virginia Tech has more questions to answer than Boston College. Help us, Father. Help us, Lord. I would say Virginia Tech has as many, if not more. And don't get me wrong. Their top-end players, I, I would say, are better than Boston College's top-end players. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But beyond that, baby, football is the ultimate team sport. This ain't basketball where one player is, is you know, can have that much of a difference right away regardless of the position they play. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Absolutely agree. The final team that I think is disrespected personally, Syracuse. Right. Because being 10th, after making a bowl game and improving and you're returning a really good quarterback in Garrett Schrader? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, unless that defense is going to hell, I think that's real dicey. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. I mean, that defense, I think that they I think that they have lost some some impact players over there and whatnot. But I also think that that is a, a Syracuse team that when I look at all these teams at the bottom, I want to say all of you all have big questions. But who has answers for some of the biggest questions in football? B- biggest question in football being, who is your trigger man? Who's the quarterback? And of all these teams who are at the bottom down here, if I'm asking who's the, who has the best quarterback, it's Syracuse by a mile. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, none of these teams that we're talking about in terms of uh, Virginia Tech, Virginia, Boston, none of them have a Garrett Schrader quality guy yep. calling, calling the shots back there. That's just the reality. Thousand percent. Let's talk about the ACC preseason team here. Clearly outright, it is Drake May out of North Carolina. May led the 2023 ACC preseason player of the year balloting with 88 votes, followed by Jordan Travis with 66. Listen, I'm high on Drake. Over 3,800 yards last season, 35 touchdowns, 629 rushing uh, yards rushing is 600, 600, six rushing touchdowns, ninth FBS quarterback since 2010 to post over 3,500 yards, 35 passing touchdowns, 500 rushing touchdowns, five, five rushing yards and five rushing touchdowns in a season. He's got all the mix to be great. He's going to need to have a miracle, if not better season, if he wants to be in the conversation for Heisman because of where North Carolina sits in terms of national uh, attention and how he's going to do is definitely going to be dependent on his program. I mean, yes, I agree. And also there's a little bit of a curse rolling that I don't think people are realizing that it's, it's formed in the way that it is. What's that? The last, this now makes three straight quarterbacks from the state of North Carolina who have been the ACC preseason player of the year. Sam. Drake May, Devin Leary last year, Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. Sam, Sam, I was going to, I went other order. Mm-hmm. I'm looking Sam at Sam Riley, Sam Riley, Sam, Devin, Drake. I'm, I'm looking around and I'm saying, hey but, now. but hey Sam now. to me was a head case. Devin wasn't healthy and Drake, he doesn't have it. I'm not, I'm not putting that juju on him. The last ACC pre- I'm not preseason. Putting that juju on hear me out. Hear me out. The last ACC preseason player of the year that their team won the conference, Travis Etienne out of Clemson. 
And even that team, some would say, did not meet the expectation that that was put on them before the season. So what are you telling me? Is preseason votes now becoming a bad juju? I'm not saying, but it's starting to feel like a Madden curse. It's starting to feel. (laughs) But if there's anybody who can break it, it is Drake. That man is, again, I I believe he totaled nearly 5,000 total yards last year. That is insane. Yeah. That is insane. You, You just don't see that anymore and and 45 touchdowns against seven interceptions he's a freak he's let, different let me see now now i gotta go in my prayer closet because now you're playing with me i'm gonna oh, have him at the top of the me. list i gotta go in my prayer closet along with him and cedric gray we just need it we need a good season guys I, i'm i'm literally putting drake in my prayer closet because i'm not playing with him or the carolina star hills this year but i hear what you're saying can we please go through the entire list is that okay with you absolutely let's do it all ACC football team, Drake May leading at quarterback, running back Will Shipley and Trey Benson out of Florida State, Johnny Wilson out of Florida State for wide receiver, as well mm-hmm. as Tez, Tez Walker, Jalen mm-hmm. Calhoun, who y'all are saying Duke ain't got no weapons, but here he go. Tight end is Aronda Gadsden, which the second, which, you know, is he a wide receiver? Is he a tight end? I think yeah. they just had to get him on the list. Cool. Will Shipley for all purpose, Graham Barton out of Duke. For offensive tackle, Matt Goncalves from Pitt, Christian Mahogany from Boston College, Javion Cohen from Miami, and Brian Hudson from Louisville. That's the offensive side. You mm-hmm. feeling good about that? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good group. I don't think that anybody in that group doesn't belong. I, I feel like everybody who's there, they're right where they need to be. And then for the defensive side, because we know you're very critical about your defense, Jared mm-hmm. Verse out of Florida State. Your boy Donovan from Boston College. Yeah. To pronounce his last name. Candace. All right. Tyler Davis from Clemson. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Carter from Duke. Yep. Jeremiah Trotter from Clemson. Yes. Cedric Gray from North Carolina. I'm questionable Barrett. there. Here, of course you are. Barrett Carter from Clemson. Also makes sense. Fintrell Cypress II out of Florida State. I hate it had to be UVA, <laughs> but yes. Aiden White out of NC State. Of course. Cam Kitchens out of Miami. Monster. Andrew Makuba out of Clemson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Andrew okay. Makuba. I mean, that that second safety slot, That there are so many really, really good safeties in the conference, but I get it. I get it. Andre Borregales from Miami as the PK, uh, mm-hmm. the punter. Daniel, mm-hmm. Thank you. Punter, Daniel Sparks from Virginia. Virginia. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Hey, listen, he's going to get a lot of work this year. He's going to okay. get a lot of work. Brother, okay. Brother going to need an ice bath for that leg. I mean, okay. he's going to Will Shipley as the SP. What is that? Uh, I believe that's specialist. Um, great, re, great. You know, punt returner, kick cool. returner, all that type of thing. All that cute stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Preseason player of the year, again, went to Drake May. Jordan Travis was second. Will Shipley was third. Jeremiah Trotter was fourth. And tied for fifth, Riley Leonard and Tyler Davis. So I guess I see the vision of why people are still high on Duke. But all that to say, solid list. This is, I don't, if you don't like ACC football, you're honestly nuts. And you're, you're lying. You're lying. There's way too many studs. Studs as a part of our conference that are going to actually really put us on the map. I mean, if you like football, I don't know why you wouldn't like ACC football because we're one of the most diverse conferences. We have a ton of teams that do a ton of different things, right? You have some air raid teams. You have some teams that pride themselves on tough, physical, running the ball, hard-nosed type of game. You have some teams that defensively, how many different sets do we have defensively? You have 
uh, the mad scientist over there at Clemson and Brent Venables for the longest. And his predecessor um, is, is another guy who's calling up some wild blitzes over there. You got Tony Gibson in the three, three, five at NC state. You've got uh, a, a, you know, if you like narratives, you've got the up and coming Georgia tech team. How good can they be? How, how, what's going on over there? You've got the two days that seem to just be boring in the middle of the pack, but yet somehow one of them always seems to surprise us. Dave yeah. Clawson is a, a man who took a team from four wins to 11 wins in like year six and seven. It just didn't make sense. You thought mm-hmm. to yourself, oh, this is a four-win team. They're done. LOL, JK, they're in the conference championship now. You've got so many different – is Florida State back? Is Miami back? All of our teams in Florida, are they back? Are they not? Oh, what's going on there? Is Clemson nationally relevant? There, There is nothing. We have the star power in Jared Verse, in Drake May, in, in Kay Klubnik, and all the guys. We have the all the things. There is nothing that you can ask for of a conference that the ACC does not have in terms of football. So if you do not like ACC football, then congratulations, my brother, sister, friend in Christ. You have just told me you don't like football. Period. Pooh. Couldn't have said it better myself. We got more to cover this week. We'll make sure that we keep you updated on all things that are happening around the ACC. We know FSU jumped out the frame, but there could be some ramifications from that. Are people feeling away? We'll talk about all of that. Jim Phillips, it's getting real dicey over there in Northwestern. We'll talk about those, you know, cases, allegations, and the like. So make sure that you check that out. But listen, we got all the schedules. If you have not checked out our playlist for 2023, see where your team is going to land and how we feel about them, please do so. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from wherever you listen to podcasts. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, until next time.